0: This week on Show Me Your News! Kid Icarus Uprising stage in the Smash Brothers update, Xbox One's Insistent Dev Kit, and Fez 2's cancellation are discussed. Also, Call of Duty death threats from fans and iPhone 5C hands-on time in the soapbox segment. Lightning's Jiggly Enhancements is our Hilarity of the Week, and much more. While Super is at work and Buzz hosts family members, our guest is longtime fan of the show Kind King one who hosts the Three Average Gamers Let's Play series. Hey, gaming world! I implore you to show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all
1: know and love. It's show me the
0: news. Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you.
1: Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases if it relates to video games we want to talk about it.
0: I am Yoko, and I am in between business vacations. Trips, something like that. I'm Tony,
1: and I'm in between a job. <laughs> oh, what? No, oh, just just have? between shifts, like I shift, Oh, okay. I gotta go to like, job.
0: You didn't? You didn't get fired, did you? I didn't know what to say. I just woke up. Okay, fair enough. Well, we are part of the Show Me Your News Network at ShowMeYourNews.com, and our top stories today for episode 140 of the podcast on Saturday, August 3rd, 2013. Got some new additions to the show because of a podcast decision we made, we'll talk about that. The Smash Update involves the Kid Icarus Uprising 3DS stage. But the person who knows maybe the most about that isn't here. Go figure. Uh Xbox One is having a new feature installed to it after the fact at launch. Will this be important? How will it change the indie scene? Also, a notable game designer who has you know very mixed opinions. On his uh, on his individual self. Cancel the game. And you won't believe how he did it. Also, a Final Fantasy character gets an enhancement. And it's our hilarity of the week. We've got our story pool. Nothing in out recently. Uh, We've got get our, our soapbox here. I thought you just didn't
1: do that because it says question mark.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it says question mark here on the outline. But I tried to look and it's just like there's nothing here. I mean, Pikmin comes out tomorrow. But that's not Our today. Luigi
1: comes out like in between shows
0: too. Well, it already came out in the other regions, but not here. Screw in you, other yeah. regions. I want to play that. Those, those polarized regions. I'm happy for you. Then we do a metagame and another new feature to show me news. not really new, but you know, it comes back. Anyway, Super's not here today. He's got work. This is the only day I'm here this week. So we're like we had to make the podcast at this time. Uh, it's like
1: we can do the show without me or Super but Yoko's
0: kind of essential. <laughs> I'm I'm what can I say? I'm on the backbone here. And our guest for this episode, this is his first time on either Show Me Your News or What Are You Playing, I believe, and he was at our our finale for What Are You Playing and we're like, "You know what? Let's bring him on this show that is involving these What Are You Playing elements back on again." So please welcome Kind King 01.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Oh, well, it's good to have you on. I mean, longtime fan of the show. Yep, you've since been episode at, six. Wow, wow. And you've been at Yomacon as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to have you on a podcast. It's great. What's new with you?
2: Uh, nothing much really. Same old just summer doldrums working at Best Buy. Same old stuff
1: really.
0: <laughs> old oh, <fun> um, times. <laughs> yeah. Tony can attest to that, I'm sure. Anyway, uh we announced recently for the Show Me Your News Network that our What Are You Playing Sisters Show here to show me your news uh, would have its final episode with episode twenty that we just released and you know we killed uh, it. We, it <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a blunt way of putting it, but I think it was something that had to be done. You know, we kind of spent our last you know 10, 15 minutes of that show talking about it. And if you Give haven't listened listen. to that, if you have to listen to that, absolutely do so. But the kind of the short version is that we're really glad we made the show. It was something that was necessary at the time, for the start of the Show Me Your News network last year. Uh, And it was something we really enjoyed doing. It's a lot of fun to kind of have that, you know, mark in time kind of series. Uh, But Read the Manual is really stepping their game up, and they kind of do a similar thing just with a broader uh, sense of media. And we're trying to focus more here on Show Me Your News. So we're going to take some of those aspects from the show, integrate it into our show in uh, in a briefer format.
1: That and we all three do separate podcasts already well, that,
0: now. That too. I mean, we don't want to want to burn out of podcasting, so it's it's probably for the best. And I know Ken, you were in the chat when that happened. I mean, you said it was a a kind of a surprising announcement, but it made sense, right?
2: Yeah, it was a little bit of a like a just wow. Okay, it's ending right now. It lasted a good twenty episodes, and it was. It got really good at that point. It was one of my favorite shows to listen to after a while. But it makes sense because the network has grown and it's going in so many different directions that we do consolidate a little bit. It makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not going away for good. I mean, like I say, we are bringing you know, aspects into the show. So we're going to start off uh, this episode of Show Me Your News with What Are You Playing? What Are You Playing started with Show Me Your News and it kind of got into a stretch that you know, just lasted a long time, took up a bulk of that show, which is one of the reasons why we made... What Are You Playing in the First Place, trying to cut down on our uh, podcast length. So we have a short version of What Are You Playing here, we're not giving a new name. You know, the, the original name is a good one here, but you know, we're trying to keep it like to just you know less than a minute a game, just trying to keep it moving. We want to cover a lot of things here on the show, but just, you know, put more content in and have it all be quality still. So actually, we're going to start with Kind King here. What are you playing?
2: What am I playing? Um, Animal Crossing, still.
0: <laughs> Animal Crossing.
2: Yeah, um, it hasn't left my 3DS since I first uh, got Animal Crossing. I play absolutely daily. I'm just checking my playtime. I have 161 hours and 20 minutes logged into
0: the game. Wow. <laughs> I think when I checked, I had 32, and it was the most played game on my 3DS. But well, I know just, I, I haven't played it in like two weeks. So
2: Just the comparison. So that's my number one game. The one below that is Ocarina of Time 3D at 28 hours. So Animal Crossing is far beyond everything else.
0: I mean, I it shows the quality of the game that Nintendo made, for sure.
2: That's a, It's a lifestyle game. Like, yeah. It's not like the game gets to play for hours on end, just to like level up. It's like, okay, I turn it on, play for an hour or two, put it away, go back and forth, do it. And since I work at Best Buy, I get all the uh, street passes from kids who oh, come that's in.
0: that's true, yeah. So
2: they want to see, like, the town, so I open up my 3DS, I give them, like, special Best Buy items and stuff like that.
0: All right, they so. got that promotion going. It's almost two months for the game. It's about a week away from two months of the game, so mm-hmm. that's, that's And apparently, like,
2: Nintendo's sales, like, their percentage jumped up 4% just from Animal Crossing.
1: Mm-hmm. I bet it did.
2: Yeah, it's... First-party
1: <laughs> hardware, good job. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought?
2: Yeah, but that's really all I've been playing recently. I'm still waiting for Pikmin 3. It comes out tomorrow. So mm-hmm. when I play that, that song will be playing for a while, I think. Nice. But there hasn't been anything too, too great out yet. Uh, me and my buddies just started playing a playthrough of Pokemon Red. We started a uh, Grumps-style Let's Play channel on YouTube. So we started our Pokemon Red game the other day. So that's, that's... good. Full nostalgia.
0: Yeah, make sure to plug that at the end of the show. Will you know, do. I'll we'll ask you for that. Yeah. Anything else,
1: Wait, though? No, that's really it.
0: Okay. Awesome, Tony. What are you playing?
1: Uh, I beat The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, I got all misty not I'm not gonna lie.
0: That's it's an emotional ending for sure.
1: The and again, just percentages just surprise me with like the decisions people made overall. I, I'd want to talk about maybe on superfluous or something, but not here because it's spoiler. Yeah. Uh, I also beat 400 Days. Oh yeah. And uh, just I wanted to point this out because. In the first game, or in the original game, you have Clementine to look over, this little girl. Yes. And it's like I was trying to be very moral because I didn't want to, like, teach her wrong. And in 400 days, there was no little girl, so I was an asshole because I could be. (laughs) But then, when you beat the DLC, this, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but if you've made them, like, jerks and they don't trust people, they won't, like advance yeah (laughs) this part that is probably season two yep so i'm gonna have to replay it and i'm pissed uh well it doesn't take that long no it was really easy i hope it just lets me replay the individual parts but the two people who didn't go were like my favorite
0: now did you get the achievement at the bus or not yeah the bus the car passing by uh yeah actually you did yeah see i i stood my ground on that one so i missed that whole surprise
1: well, that's what that's what I mean. Like I played very pessimistic and uh, jerky, because mm. I feel like that's how I would personally <laughs> react to those situations. But, uh, but no, there was a, no, not to friends, but to, <laughs> random, to random crazy truck guy. I, and I was right; that guy was insane. Yep. Uh, and there was the other uh, rock paper scissors achievement. I think otherwise, I would have said no. I'm not gonna do that. That's stupid, given the situation they were betting on. But I knew there was a trophy, so I did it.
0: Yep. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh anything else? Also, uh Kirby on the Nest, which I meant World Four, which is fun. Copy abilities and whatnot. It's crazy how much that games series has come like powers wise too though. Still the first Dreamland? Yeah, like I don't think there was new new bombs or like you couldn't use bombs and stuff. And I found Beam to be like one of the most useful ones. And sword it like isn't as good yet it, it's fun like seeing how they've come you know it's yeah
2: funny how like each curvy game like the moves get nerfed like each game like oh the sword's great in this game next one oh, it's okay oh it's great again No, oh, now it sucks
1: <laughs> i like fighter i think fighter's my favorite
2: oh i hate fighter
1: <laughs>
2: I, I like the proje- i like the, all the projectile moves i hate like doing like the close combat like flipping them over and like that
1: well he's got like a hadouken so it's a projectile too it's <laughs> so, like everything that's why i like it i guess but that, that, that's about it for me. Yoko, okay, what have you been playing?
0: Uh, I tried... Actually, I, I beat. I say tried because it only took like two and a half, three hours. Uh, but I beat Sonic Generations on 3DS. Is that short, really? Yeah. It's so short. Uh well, I didn't
1: know that. I didn't want to play it. It's it also really
0: so fun. disappointing. Um, if you play it on its own without playing the console version, you might enjoy it. But the console version, they put so much more effort into it that when you go back and then play this second, it's it's on the point of bad at certain points. I mean, level design, I think they rely on Modern Sonic way too much. Like The balance between the two, Modern and Classic Sonic in the console version, was really nice. This one is just so Modern Sonic heavy. And when it's side-scrolling only for Modern Sonic in these 3DS design levels... They don't think about certain things, and it makes the level design very frustrating. I um, just want to
1: see it because it's got different levels. I did see like
0: Bio. Yeah, and,
1: I got yeah. really excited.
0: Well, and <laughs> I tweeted about this that Bio Lizard the battle sucked. It was so bad when you oh, compare it to okay. what Sonic Adventure 2 was, and you had you know the relative speed for that level, and you were you know free moving in a 3D space. This was trying to emulate 3D with 2D and uh, it was slow and clunky and i mean the music was great through the whole game but that's you know you can expect that from a sega game that was like one of my favorite boss fights ever too mm. oh yeah and it's really good it does a special stage thing that is kind of emulating sonic 2 special stages in a way where you have to race to catch the mas- the uh, the different chaos emeralds not the master emerald um <laughs> But you only have, like, a minute 30, and then you're trying to collect these orbs so that you have boosts. Again, it's it's relying on modern Sonic too much, and the 3DS isn't powerful enough to make what modern Sonic was in Generations on console great. Mm. So, it was really disappointing. Uh, the worlds are pretty cool, though. I, I mean, to...
1: It out. I never really liked the whole, like... Big console game and handheld game are mm-hmm. the same like yeah. title because right. I'm like well clearly the console game is the only canon one that matters so I don't really want to play the handheld one.
0: Yeah, well, and then the console games like it's you know really nice cutscenes and all, and then on the handheld it's like pictures and text and little voice quips.
1: Yeah, like I just wish the handheld games were completely different content altogether.
0: It, the the the, qu- the difference in quality is astounding. Anyway, and then I'm also playing uh, the Ace Attorney series in HD on iPad as well. I finished up uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, the first game, just after. What are you playing? That was I had so little left in that game. <laughs> uh, but then I'm starting Justice for All, and I, I forgot how good the Korean channeling case was. Like I remembered all the twists as they were happening, but when you see it all together, like oh yeah, that was a that was a really good case. And now I'm on the Big Top Circus, so oh, everyone who knows that game, it's like, oh, yep, that is the low, dumb point of the series, so <laughs> you get through that, and you got a great last case for that game, but, you know, it's making good progress with that one. But that yeah. damn
2: clown. <laughs> ah, 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 oh, it's ah, awful. Ah.
0: Hey, in West, Cl- in West Clown, Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get to that. our headlines, though, for the gaming industry in the past couple of weeks. Uh, we always start with... You know, now with that Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS is out, and they're doing a slow drip of information as opposed to what the dojo was. Now they're doing this on Miiverse with one picture a weekday and captions. I mean, let's you know, look at some of the more recent ones. We'll look in you know, a couple weeks ago here. There's some interesting pictures here. We uh, can see some of the details on Pikmin and Olimar. You know, a couple weeks ago we talked about how Olimar was revealed, and there was the discussion of. Alpha, is he going to be in the game because of that social media slip-up? I think the big thing is they showed a new stage on 3DS. And and it's tough to tell at this picture resolution when they purposely make the images smaller uh, for the 3DS version. I mean, you can kind of tell what's going on, but does it almost look like they're showing half the stage here? I have no idea. It
1: It looks like a tease.
0: A little bit. I mean, the background looks great. The caption is, Viridi, goddess of nature, is about to obliterate the humans as they battle, driven by greed. And so this is, of course, Masahiro Sakurai, director of Smash. And he also worked as director on Kid Icarus Uprising. So it's, it's natural that he'd put a stage from that game on the, uh, the different handheld stages that he likes to do for, uh, apparently, the 3DS version of Smash. He's trying to focus more console stages on the console game, and then handheld stages on the handheld game. Still uh,
1: weirds me out for Pokemon. I don't know what they're gonna do.
0: Mm, <laughs> that's a good question. Like, oh gosh, I, maybe they take advantage of something with XY, but I don't know. Just
1: they uh, go to Battle
0: Revolution. Mm, <laughs> no, or please, please, just not. big Bidoof balloon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> po- all Poke floats, all Bidoofs. <laughs> <laughs> we're just <laughs> battling on that someone do a, a picture of that that'd be great yeah. uh they show villagers return ability and the, the capture and then return on Pitt's arrows that's not surprising you got a tin lift on the pikmin 3 stage on wii u uh this one on july 26th here is probably one of the more interesting ones i think you know we could say you know getting a stage is great i mean of course a new character would be very accepted but this you know you kind of think uh Din, and Furore from The Legend of Zelda. Like, at first you see them like kind of shooting and it's like the whole myth cutscene in Ocarina of Time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but Sakurai says, the impact launch effect has been powered up. The assigned color makes it clear which player will get points in the event of a KO. So that means that you know the player in red has been knocked off by player one. And then the player getting knocked off by green has been knocked off by player four. That's what I would imply uh, from that statement. And I like that addition. Even though I don't play time. <laughs> well, I don't think it would necessarily be it's time. Still, it still counts in
1: stock, even though it doesn't right. like matter, because it's exactly. like last man standing in free-for-alls, but it's still like, hey, I got gotcha. you. Especially I, in those like weird two-people-hit person, I don't know what the hell just happened at no, times. No.
2: It doesn't help, though, that Link is in the green, like, and <laughs> Samus is in, like, the orange-red color, because I assumed, like, okay, the colors off stage will match, like, basically the, color the character. color of the character.
1: Exactly. That's so what like, I thought, too. Mm-hmm. Like, either that or they're all... To
0: realize that. Either that or all, they'll all get, like, a some sort of super boost move as, like, a recovery or something where they, like, rocket across the stage, like,
2: yeah. Super Saiyan.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I think we pointed this out on the last, uh, Show me news or something when we were talking about the Smash guys, but uh, they did have a close up of Olmar. That I, uh, this is just something I find interesting because I, I think Pikmin's kind of cool. Is a uh, they did, did a little close up on the whistle that they added on his helmet.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and uh, the little he's got a little tape, which is the planet he's from. Little bu- uh, badge on his sleeve. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, when you can do touches.
0: when you've got HD, you can you know, do small touches like that in the texturing. So it's a good idea. No, I think it back can to put the four uh,
1: Pokemon in Snake's box. <laughs> exactly. That was weird. I, I just remembered that the other day, and I'm like, "Why? What?" what?
0: <laughs> and I think back to the idea of the uh, the launch colors. I think it goes back to the whole idea that Sakurai is trying to do of having the attacks be more defined as well, with you know arcs to the attacks and making those more visual and kind of, in a way, defining the hitbox a little more, but making them a little more dynamic and visually. Appealing, I think this you know only adds to that. And to borrow an old Show Me your News quote, I'd be so down with that. G. <laughs> you got real close to the mic. No, I gotta, gotta bring in the sexy voice for that one.
2: Well, with the 3DS version, how like all the characters are outlined because the screen is so much smaller. Hmm. I thought this was an idea at first. Like, okay, it makes it more defined on the 3DS. Like when it's a, a good, character dies. A very
0: good point. Yeah, but I'm the, sure they, a lot of that is that point
2: but then they show it off on the Wii U so it's like okay
0: <laughs> that's one of the interesting things like it's pretty i would rather get the same thing mirrored on both Wii U and 3DS yeah if and i is. and I'm, i know i'm going to be playing probably the Wii U version of this game more and of course you know for selling the game it's going to look better in HD of course but when you just get a 3DS you know image and it's you know Noticeably less in pixel count and quality and all that stuff. Mm. It is a little underwhelming. So I would almost want to see the same thing, you know, side by side, as opposed to, you know, a couple months down the line, be like, we showed this on Wii U back in the day. Here it is on 3DS. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not have that. I don't know. It's the Meta Knight moveset all over again. Exactly. See. So many parallels to brawl. And I just oh it's a same game. I wish it were a dojo. Uh, on the 29th, what do we make of this picture with We Fit Trainer and Donkey Kong?
1: I don't even know. Up throw, I guess. Maybe. What else could that be?
0: Um Massaging his ass when he's <laughs> flipped. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably an up throw. But then
1: there's just like a f- freaking bomb secondary oh, animation. Yeah, I was going to say, he's
0: going to slam him back to the ground? Like, that's compressing the back instead of stretching it, so... It could be part of the grab animation.
1: You like, maybe. You like uh, regain health when she massages you,
0: and then you lose a bunch when you like. it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. She's, uh, like yeah, a,
2: that, she's like a medic character. She'll heal characters on stage for team battle.
0: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a lot of the Wii Fit Trainer uh, screenshots are a little questionable. Like the one where she had like the sun by her chest. And it's like, Sakurai, what is happening here?
1: It's like if we saw little frames of like Wario's movement, we'd be like just as confused. Right. We no, need like, <laughs> a little
0: <laughs> more. I'm sure she's really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the Smashville or the Animal Crossing background for Wii U stage. Looks nice, yeah. Easy to overlook town scenery while battling. You don't say. I'd like to focus on the battle. Mm. Uh, yeah, Pikachu and Donkey Kong look really nice, you know, quality there on the Pikmin stage. But are they? Is Donkey
1: Kong blowing a flower? Because that is the last move he needs in this game.
0: Yes, <laughs> true.
1: That's true.
2: I it's, think it looks uh,
1: exactly what he's doing.
2: They're staring at the little ship. If you zoom in, that's the uh, SS Drake. That's the new ship from Pikmin Three. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think they're
2: saying like, oh, look how tiny, tiny it is.
0: What would yeah, that, but be? would that be like... like his his down B replacement? Like he, they get rid of the the hands, the pounding the ground. He just kneels. Rid- terrible! <laughs> I love that move. <laughs> like, it's good.
1: like the,
2: it's like Mario's flood. It does really nothing but push you
0: back a little bit. Yeah, Pikachu's also probably is... doing a footstool.
1: Yeah, that's weird too. <laughs> hopefully they just hopefully you can't just jump on people <laughs>
0: and just stay there. And just yeah, perch. Mm. Uh, then the gosh, this kidagras one. Come on out, Cragalanche. Not really.
1: I'm like, is that a Metroid? I don't think so.
0: It's not a Is it?
2: Yeah, he's curled from the ball. It looks like he
0: has oh. the tie on. Oh wow! Oh, that's weird. I didn't. That was not what I saw when no. I. No. What did you guys think it was? I thought oh, it was thought a Metroid. It, I didn't think it was a Metroid. I thought it was like. That's the uh, the True. background was like a stomach lining or something like that, and then that was like a tumor for a boss <laughs> battle.
2: I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor.
0: What is Donkey it's Kong? It's not a tumor. It's
1: not a tumor, at all. Um, it's Donkey Kong essentially if not a tumor nowadays?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I, no, I didn't think it was a Metroid for real, but that was like my first glance and like, I don't know
0: what the hell that is. Mm. I was like, was Kragelanch like a Kid Icarus Uprising boss? I have, don't know. That's pretty strange. Yeah. But oh, it's like, been so long since I played Kid mm-hmm. I mean, that, that background, that looks like it might be a new stage as well. So it's, it's hard to say. These little teases on the 3DS version. like Show us more if you're going to show us anything at all, I guess. And then you've got a, a Battle of Shoryu's, really. The Mega Upper and the Super Jump Punch. What move
1: is uh, the Mega Up or is it his Up B or? Uh, I think so. Yeah. What's Rush?
0: Rush? Because
1: I thought that was his Up B, like Sonic's.
0: Rush might be a Down B. I wonder. Like oh. you know, like Sonic. Well, no, Sonic is. Sonic's his is his Up B. Yeah. That's Could've what I
1: thought a... it was because it reacts the same. Uh, it like sticks uh... on the stage too.
2: Could it be a two part? Like he punches up and then when you do it again. it summons Rush just for like the recovery move.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Or maybe it's contextual. Maybe. Like, on, on the ground versus in the air. But that's... They've never really done something like that where it's a different move based on that. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. Or... Otherwise, you're just killing Rush a Yoshi. What if that <laughs> was Mario's at <that'd> me? <laughs>
1: just
0: jumps off Yoshi. just summon, summon a Yoshi every time. But then Yoshi would have to be deconfirmed, so there oh, you go. No. <laughs> so my God. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting pictures. Nothing big this week for Smash. Uh, you know, they're getting off the, the tournaments at EVO. You know, we don't have a character reveal this week, so we just you know get some of the pictures, and and that's about I all.
1: I can't get enough of this wrestling
0: ring stage. I love it so much. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's Punch-Out. Which little, is
1: fine, I'd, but I know, just love it.
0: It lends credence to that you know Little Mac uh, character rumor. And that'll, that'll be interesting to see what happens, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, another Smash thing that also came out was an interview in Famitsu, where Sakurai talked about, you know, the exclusion of a subspace emissary-like story mode, and also cutscenes along with it. Uh, I think this kind of leads to the idea that you know we're gonna see something like adventure mode, we're probably similar along the lines to what Melee's uh, modes were. And I'm okay with no. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with no subspace emissary. It was a cool idea. But once you started doing like that second retread during the ga- the game, it's just like mm, no.
1: Narratively, I've talked about how that story is just really flawed, and I really didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Kirby I... characters do everything. It pisses me off.
2: And the unmentioned taboo, nothing really goes along with him. He disappears and then
0: right. dies. Yeah, that's, that's a bother for me. Like when the big bad is just like surprised. This was not hyped up at all. Yeah. Freaking Mennonite
1: got... out the ice climbers. That's all they got. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's got
0: wings. Come on. He's got wings.
1: And well... Mario can't save a princess, but Kirby can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what do you guys make of this quote, though? Unfortunately, the movie scenes we worked hard to create were uploaded onto the internet, Sakurai lamented. You can only truly wow a player the first time he sees a cutscene. I felt if players saw the cutscenes outside of the game, they would no longer serve as rewards for playing the game. So I've decided against having them. What are your thoughts it's on that philosophy?
1: Utterly ridiculous.
0: He uploaded them himself. If <laughs> you
2: go on the back during the Dojo days, he had parts of the Subspace Emissary uploaded to the site. That's we watched the first trailers. So right away, that became he's saying that became less important to us when we first saw it. Mm-hmm.
1: You might as well not compose any music because that's going to be on <laughs> YouTube too. Is utterly the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I cannot take, get that logic at all.
2: Take out the character models too because we've seen those, so now it's
1: ruined too. Yeah, just don't make the game. <laughs> We're only going to play it once and then we'll be done with it. I don't know what to think of. It. I don't care because, like I said, subspace is whatever. I'd want that to be a completely like hell. If that was like a DLC thing, I'd be up for that if they really put work into it and it was like a legit awesome story mode Uh, yeah but if it's just uh, honestly there's so much to do in these freaking games like they should have achievements (laughs) where you like (laughs) do all the adventure mode with everybody because I would sit there and do it but I didn't do it with Brawl because it was just like okay (laughs) also it just took a while classic mode took forever in Brawl
2: Mm -hmm.
1: as compared to Melee
2: well, Melee had the, uh, like, the, like not the story mode, it was, like, the adventure mode. Like, you would run through, like, the dungeons and like, Legend of Zelda and fight the three deads yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that was fun. That was, like, okay, I, I'm in, like, this certain character's, like, world fighting these enemies, but it wasn't a big story.
1: I was fine with that. Like Yeah, that was really cool, actually. hmm Like, it's good enough. Like, if they do that, I'd be I'd happy. i like
0: that, for sure. Here's the thing, Sakurai. You can't stop players... From uploading parts of the game to the internet. However, and more importantly... Well, more than... You can't... Talk to Nintendo for this, actually. No, no. Here, here's the bigger thing, though. You can't stop players from proactively going out and searching for that content. It's, it's the whole culture of the internet. It's a clip culture. So... It's, yeah, it's one thing to have you know players upload that. I know Nintendo and Let's Plays and the whole ad revenue thing. Like that, that's all kind of mixed up into it as well. But it's almost like saying he's punishing players for searching out videos and things that they are interested in. So he's not going to create that content in the first place. It's it's backwards logic. It doesn't make sense. It kind of shows an out of touch nature with how digital internet culture works I'd
1: say that just for all of Nintendo with like the Evo streams and everything right, right they just don't they're so stubborn in their ways like well they shouldn't do that it's like it's not a problem mm-hmm. people are seeking out your content If anything they'll buy the thing right
2: I mean and even, it's
1: I'm oh, sorry I was just gonna say and even if they weren't they're just gonna watch it and stop they it, you affect them zero too You're, you can only gain from it even with the subspace
2: emissary, when Brawl first came out in Japan, I avoided all the subspace emissary stuff before it came out in America. Mm. I wasn't one of those people actively looking for the clips. So so
0: you were quote-unquote wowed? The first exactly. I, I, so. was,
2: I was wowed. But at the same time, I have no problem if people upload the clips. I just choose to not look for them.
0: They're making a decision that players should be making for themselves. And if <laughs> players want to spoil themselves and be wowed in that sort of form, that's their choice. I mean, I understand reasons like it's, you know, it's too cost inefficient for us to make cutscenes. Like, that's at least more understandable than saying, oh, well, them people on them internets gonna go all spoils. Like,
1: that's that's dumb. Anyway. I wonder if Kojima's made a visit at any <laughs> point in con- uh, production and heard that and been like, what?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> I should make a game with no cutscenes. He
1: would, too. He's so, like... <laughs> Dependent on what people think. Mm-hmm.
2: Metal Gear Solid Five, two minutes, no cutscenes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he about... said that uh, MGS Five is not going to be
0: as expansive as GTA Five. I'm like, dude, don't worry about that. <laughs> it's a totally different game. Yeah, talking about the open world nature. Anyway, that's different. Let's talk about Microsoft here. And apparently, after uh, launch, the functionality being added at a later date, the Xbox One can be used to make games. That said. It will eventually include a dev kit for game developers, you know, to include, you know, their own games on Xbox One. Now they don't really go into the specifics of this. Uh, what are your first thoughts on this, though, guys? You know, to have a dev kit for the system for indie uh, developers inside a major console release. It doesn't mm. really have.
2: Affect- me too much, I don't make games so it's like, okay, good for the people who are going to be using this feature to, to its advantage but it doesn't really change my opinion on the Xbox One at all right. I mean, if anything, I, I think we're going to see a lot more people make more games, but it's like, okay, now this isn't as exclusive anymore, now that everyone has a dev kit we see a lot more crappy games in the marketplace because the people who bought the dev kit before were the ones who really wanted to make good, solid games and would shell out the extra 400, 500 bucks For the
1: dev kit, right. Well, I mean, it's good on the sense that anyone can access it, but it's it doesn't really tell me anything like that they're going to be easier to work with when it comes to indie games about getting things on the market. Like the other two have been so much more instrumental in like getting indie people to get their content on their consoles. But I don't see Microsoft. Even if they do this, they're still going to be like, whoa. Like hell to get a
0: hold of and just get launch dates and stuff. Right.
2: Seems desperate.
0: I think if you wanna make it games does. if you wanna make games, there are other ways to make games. It's called the Android market, the iOS market. The PC is easy to develop on if you know how. I think this it you're right, is is kind of a desperate move in a way. It's it is kind of an appealing idea to have your game you know on a console, especially with What Microsoft seems to be letting up on their indie restrictions, you know, restricting the fees or eliminating the fees for different patches or all these kind of things that they used to have on Xbox 360. However, I would not be surprised if there are still some hidden fees around the corner here. Uh, We do remember, some of us at least, that Microsoft did start the, you know, Xbox Live indie sort of market. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember the exact name they had. But they've tried this thing before on Xbox 360. Except you had to pay money to get you know, access to it or be allowed to. And then it would go through a review process and all of this kind of stuff. It's something that I'm hesitant to say that this is a great thing on when their past track record has been lackluster. However, if it is implemented correctly, it's... You know, it's a good start in the right direction for those that want to make their own games and have it be on a console. Although I think if our people are wanting to do that now, they don't have to wait. There are other means to uh, do
1: that. I, I don't think. I think they've scorned too many gamers. Like I don't think they care to make anything on their console. Mm. Really, unless that thing sells a lot, which I'm really. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this plays out. This it's, is like it's going to be a lot of fun. This is like one of my like most anticipated console runs, and I'm not even like participating for a while, but I can't wait to see how the general public like goes with this.
3: Mm-hmm. Just
2: from working at Best Buy, we we've already sold out of all our Xbox One pre-orders, but we got so few of them to begin with. Like if I I looked up the uh, store, how much we sold for pre-orders for PS4 and Xbox One, PS4 is beating the Xbox ten to one. Ooh, yeah.
0: Damn. Wow.
2: Yeah, I I think we got like maybe 11 Xbox One pre-orders and upwards to 50, 60 PS4 ones already.
0: Now, granted, that's one store in the New York area, but that's that's surprising. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't sell the system anymore. I think Microsoft still needs to do a better job with that uh, to kind of show the benefits and whatnot. But something like this, if it's done correctly, it could be an interesting you know it could be an interesting addition. I mean, it's nothing that we've seen on other consoles before where they've generally been so closed so mm-hmm.
1: uh this is just like a tiny little tangent, but have you guys been reading the Wii U like sales numbers lately? They're pretty bad, <laughs> yeah, like I think one uh one hundred and sixty thousand in the last like quarter is terrible. Was it something like that the
0: Wii outsold the Wii U recently? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, they need <laughs> the games, and hopefully yeah. this starts to turn around with Pikmin 3. But Nintendo did a like really. A God, Nintendo said that they learned from 3DS, and then they did a really bad job with games. They had their launch lineup all set, and it's like let's delay all of the things. So. Pikmin only... is
1: Pikmin is popular, but it, I feel like it's a very like niche community. Like it's gonna bit. help a little bit.
0: It's not a bad system for the people that you know, say the Wii U sucks and all of that. The Wii U's game library sucks, and the games are what sells the system, and it doesn't have the games. Give it I to the end like... of this year. Let's see how it does through the holiday. I mean, I'm excited for things like Wind Waker, which apparently might have a new difficulty level. Mm-hmm. Nice. I yeah, keep seeing new Smash- things
1: from that but in the, at the end I'm like okay, it's still Wind Waker and then I see the new Mario game I'm like it's the same Mario game. Like, I think Smash Brothers will sell like 8 million
0: or something. But, yeah, like, we gotta, immediately. We gotta wait for that though. Yeah. Let's get to talking about Phil Fish. Phil Fish had a Twitter meltdown mm. and cancelled Fez 2. Things you can't make up. Now, Phil Fish is a very controversial figure in the game industry. Some may remember him uh, from his appearance in Indie Game the Movie, which if you haven't seen that, that's a really good documentary. Go watch that on Netflix. Uh, highly recommended watch for fans of the game industry, Indie Game the Movie. Now, I've heard a little bit about Phil Fish before that, but I really, you know, then knew of him from watching that. And in that, he is a rather sympathetic figure. Uh, a lot of things you know happened to him that you kind of feel bad for him, however, Philfish has a very controversial history in the game industry where he isn't the kindest person when he is he has a large ego. he calls out other people at one time he said you know Japan sucks at creating games, just like a, a blanket statement there um it's, it's a really interesting situation. So when Marcus Beer of the uh, Annoyed Gamer fame, and he has his podcast Invisible Walls, part of the Game Trailers Network, uh, goes on his podcast and calls him out, uh, the two have words over Twitter, Phil Fish becomes sick of a game industry, and cancels the game he's working on. Do you think the journalist was just like, oh damn, like after this happened? Not really. Uh, I've I've seen Marcus Beer's stuff, and he's confident in, in himself, and he probably doesn't care. And I think he probably has the same reaction as a lot of us do. in that grow some thicker skin, please. That's it seems. I
1: mean, it's the internet. It's you gotta take things in stride, and when you say controversial things, you have to elaborate very carefully.
0: Yeah. I know, Ken, you have an interesting opinion on Phil Fish as well, though. What's what's that about?
2: Yeah, I like Phil Fish. Like, I understand all the hate around him with all his comments. They are very negative comments. But I was following Fez when Fez was first announced like five years ago now, or longer than that. Before he won the award at that, I forget what what, what exactly the uh, conference was, before he won the award for Fez being the next big indie game, he was a much more humbler person. I think that Media built him up after he won that award, and it went to his head for the most part. And now, yes, it's not the greatest thing. Like, okay, he let power go to his head, he became an asshole. Like, I understand people are saying that, but when he's an, a one person working on this one game, it's him and one other guy who's actually doing the coding while Phil, Phil Fish is doing the, all the designing and stuff like that. It's a lot different than big companies when people, like, when Mass Effect 3 came out, everyone started complaining, like, oh, the ending for Mass Effect 3 is horrible. That's an entire team at EA being like, okay, they think our, our end of our game is crap. When it's just Phil Fish and he has the entire internet they're just making fun of him, telling him to die, cursing him out, it's horrible. And so, yes, this uh, Marcus Beer guy, it's the, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. This wasn't, oh, Marcus Beer made Phil Fish quit Fez 2, mm-hmm. it was the it was the final nail in the coffin. Even when Fez 2 was announced, the comments on the uh, page were like, okay, I'll see you in five years, Phil Fish, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Like, no one expected like, they just railed on him, even though the game was just announced, like, nothing's sh- like, nothing's shown at all. Like, so, Phil Fish gets a lot of crap even though I don't think he deserves a lot of it.
0: Usually when the whole internet comes out against a certain individual... There are there's a segment of the population that feels a sense of sympathy and empathy for the individual. I mean, to kind of correlate to sports right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There are some people who feel bad for Alex Rodriguez right now with what he's going through. Oh,
3: yeah. It's
0: not many people, but, you know, when everyone is ganging up on someone, like, some will think that it's not fair. Um, now, personally, like, I think Fez is a great game, even though I had my game save on xbox 360 encounter that uh save glitch but you know i can respect the hell out of the work he did on that game um i'm not going to get personally offended by comments about the industry that i learned retroactively or after the fact so i'm not going to hold that too much against him but at the same time like I, i get the whole straw that broke the camel's back argument but over twitter I don't think this was the way to do it.
1: I'm sure there were other things beyond this, like just the industry as a whole, like working in it, like probably, like he doesn't enjoy it. I'm sure there's more beyond it than just like internet's making him mad. Mm. But it is like he is kind of throwing a fit for everyone to see on Twitter and then he
2: he had like a difficult time like with Microsoft, how they were making they were gonna charge him like a ridiculous amount of money to patch the game on xbox then he releases the pc version everyone's like okay it's on pc where why isn't it on sony now like it was one thing after another people never like let him rest it was almost like relentless the way they attacked him and the whole like the whole thing it's on twitter he's not like a celebr like a major like celebrity in the entire world there's not he can't really hold a press conference and like <clears throat> excuse me i'm canceling Fez 2 because x y and z so really, yes, it was a it was an irrational, just sudden burst of anger. But really, Twitter it spread on Twitter and it got the word out pretty fast.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft did kind of screw him over a bit there when you think about it. Um, it's a weird situation to see happen here. It's he's saying that it's not just you know because one guy being mean, like he's just deciding to get out of games, you know, in general because he's he's sick of the abuse. Do you see this turning around though? Does he change his mind in time? Do you think? Maybe. I hope,
2: like I, I hope so, just because I'm a huge Fez fan, and it's sad. It's like when like an artist dies. It's like okay, the art they produce and the joy they bring to you, it, it's not there anymore. Mm. So I hope he does come back. But at the same time, I respect his decision to leave because I don't think I, even I could handle all the crap that the people gave him.
0: All right. No, I I agree. I, I think that's kind of the way I'm. I'm feeling on that one. Anyway, let's get to the hilarity of the week. <laughs> let's transition from that into this. Why uh, do you why do
1: you do, why do you do this to me? <laughs> the guy that's like, but it's Final Fantasy,
0: guys. The Final Fantasy approach is exactly why I wanted to bring it up. And also, <laughs> you did mention it on what are you playing? The random mention of how Angry Joe was freaking out about it, so I read more into it.
1: Angry Joe is angry. Short story, short.
0: <laughs> you uh, can't believe that. Yeah. So apparently, at a recent Q and A session with the developers of Lightning Returns Final Fantasy XIII or Final Fantasy XIII Three, whatever you want to call it, um, the some fan asked about lightnings the main character of the final fantasy 13 games lightnings breast size if it's true that she went from a c cup to a d cup (laughs) and the developers confirmed that that was happening also jiggle physics because those will change depending on the outfit that you put lightning in Y square Y.
2: I just picture the conference when he's like saying, we wanted to make them, how you say, bigger. <laughs> and Jiglia. <laughs> and Jiglia. Um, it's a thing. I, I'm not complaining. I don't know what else to say to that really. Like, it's, it's a, more, more than anything, stop. it's like, it's Japanese. It's Japanese. <laughs>
1: That's what it is. Yeah. And
0: Tony, Final Fantasy fan.
1: <laughs> just stop. I just want to get chocobos and airships and save the world.
0: <laughs> but that's not what this game is about.
1: I guess not. <laughs> they're like if, they're if stupid.
2: There was, if there was a reason behind it, it would make more sense. Like I did play all the Final Fantasy 13 games, so like there is supposed to be a. Time lapse between thirteen two and uh, Lightning Returns,
0: think, so they're trying uh, to say 500, oh five hundred years is it or something like that ex- exactly. Oh, no, <laughs> they want to say oh I don't she, even know. <laughs> she she grew over time or something like that. Yeah, but, but the rest of her body did not. Bull <laughs> crap. Seriously, I think I saw that argument too. It's like it's what Japan. Are you, what are you trying to rationalize that for? That's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: It's so stupid because like she's such a strong character. Like, a strong female character. Like, if they did this to Samus, I would be pissed.
0: It's like, don't do that. <laughs> Some would argue that with dad-ass on Zero Suit Samus, so... But seriously, if you want to have a female character grow, the chest <laughs> is not where you do it!
1: <laughs> it's just Japan, like he said. They just buy into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we people here do too, but... It is just kind of that otaku draw big boobies and people watch your anime kind of culture.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes, oh, as, as a straight male, I'm not going to go out and say oh, I <laughs> hate boobs. I think the the idea behind it, and like, that's what they're changing. And that's how they're making improvements to this character and this game. Like, that's something, that's a feature that if there were back in the day, it would be something they'd put on a box as box art or something as one of the notable features. Maybe like Bubsy. When Bubsy's just like, you get one-ups. Like, it's that kind of thing.
2: I like on the Kotaku article, someone tagged the picture at the very top of her boobs. And it says, oh, so that's where the plot went.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> That's amusing. But... This is not how good characters and good writing and good storytelling is done, which this franchise is known for. And uh, let's see, Decaf78 points out in our chat, it's X2 all over again. Kind
1: of. Yeah. Kind of. I'm, I'm sick of sequels. There should not be sequels. It really pisses me off that 15, like they, uh, Nemora was like, yeah, we're making sequels too. I'm like, don't to stop.
0: Final One of the,
1: Fantasy is like a new adventure every time.
0: That's what's cool about it. One of the interesting comments in the article is that the developers have the goal of to defeat Skyrim. I'm sorry. To defeat Skyrim? Do you want Fusro Jugs? Is that oh, God. what you're trying to do? Like, this game, if you've seen footage of it, it's it's. I don't think you can even compare it to Skyrim in any way.
1: Nope.
0: They're completely different.
1: So I haven't seen footage of it, like gameplay wise. I don't know what it's. So, it, I hope so it plays what, like two because two is actually one of my favorite battle systems. Uh, so, so what is know. this?
0: What is this development team even thinking? If they're trying to say defeat Skyrim, well, how are you going to defeat Skyrim when your game is nothing like Skyrim? What are you trying to?
1: Didn't you know, like and not even sales wise because didn't two not do too good? Not that well. And then they're like, let's make three. It's like, why?
0: Yeah, they, they said that there was going to be a three, I think, what, but like before two was even out?
1: Well, they ended two with like, to be continued, exactly. like flat out.
0: Like overall, two two is the better game comparing
2: 13 and 13-2. But I think people were so burned from 13, they didn't want to try 13-2, even though it, it plays much better than 13.
0: Yeah, it actually does. Well, here's the thing. Hopefully... They don't use the uh, six-axis motion. Isn't that like in like in, uh, Ninja? Gaiden? Yeah, like, Ninja Guidance Sigma Two, I think. Something like that. Yeah, let's let's not do that ever, ever again. But no, you we were talking about on what are you playing? How Angry Joe got angry, and I was reading that stuff, and I'm like, I totally agree with Joe. These these people who are defending this. I wasn't it's saying shame. he was
1: unjustly angry no no, no.
0: I I, don't, I totally hear you but if you haven't seen that stuff I, the, some of the people who were defending this move or saying like what you don't like big boobs or like, missing the point
1: I, I don't know any, any thoughts just more fan service just like dress
0: him up as cloud
1: and all that other stupid crap. just
0: what do you get to the, what do you say to the people who say well fan service is is only a good thing it cannot be a bad thing
1: you're dumb fan service is incredibly distracting i don't care what anyone says it's like oh i'm into the story and there's the upskirt thank you like i know what you're doing and i hate it i hate you for it i hate your lack of depth and trying to make something interesting you gotta distract people with that stupid it's a good crap. i say a lack of depth i like that
2: if anything try to like flip the script and see like what if uh, Lightning was a male per- uh, protagonist, and they like enhance him in a way when people be outrageously out-
0: exact-
2: exactly. The people be outraged in the exact same way, or is it the fact that she is a female that people freak out?
1: And I'm not like super feminist, but come on, that's like not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I don't like when the word feminist is being like thrown out a lot because a lot of times, and I'm not saying this, it's what you did, Tony, but. I think the word feminist and feminism was thrown out a lot in the responses to this from the people who were in favor of this somehow. And a lot of people who use the word feminist or feminism have no freaking idea what it means. People think it's just like, man-hating, they want women to be the best. You know, you just like women and man-hating... It's all about e- equality. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I wasn't equality. saying it like no, that. No, no, exactly. I know I know you weren't, but a lot of the people who are trying to throw out counter-arguments to this whole story, and a lot of people in general, if you ask them, try to define feminism, they're going to give you wrong answers. So <laughs> that's, that's just part of my commentary on media and other things. Anyway, that's, that's ridiculous. Just saying. That's our hilarity of the week. What do we have next? We have our story pool, some of the stories that did not make the cut for a headline, so we'll breeze through these really quickly. We're gosh, we're almost about an hour in the show here. Uh Call of Duty Ghosts is coming to Wii U. So for the people who said that Call of or Wii U is not a next gen system. You so get, a, you get a, a game there. And it's probably <laughs> it's probably gonna look
1: pretty I know where damn you go. good. Yeah, probably will.
0: Although uh I want to also Give a shout-out to The Final Bossman, which is a great show on game trailers. He had an episode about the Wii U is not next-gen. And he's absolutely right. When a generation is defined by time and context, and people just say, oh, graphics is what matter. The Wii U is not next-gen. It is next-generation. It's part of that next-generation of games. It may not be as graphically powerful as other systems, but to exclude it as saying it's not next-generation, that's ridiculous. Um, and it's funny that this was kind of leaked for a while that like a Wii U version may be in the works for Call of Duty. You know, different magazines reporting it here and there, and now it's finally official when they come out and say, "Oh, these other games like SpongeBob and Skylanders and all these other little kitty franchises on Wii U." But no, it's good when it's good when Call of Duty is included on Nintendo platforms for those that are. Nintendo console exclusive to be included on that. I mean,
1: especially after so many others were just like, no,
0: yeah, no, you don't I, get Rayman. Mm-hmm.
1: When EA is being the honorable one out of Ubisoft, that's kind of. I'm not dissing Ubisoft, but they did tell Nintendo, if you make a good controller, we'll put Call of Duty on there, and they are. Nah, yeah, they did. So
0: good job. Also, the Sim City saga continues. Where EA is putting their spin hat on, and they think that SimCity was a success. I don't know exactly. how you
1: define success, but I haven't seen sales numbers, so I'm not going to say
0: uh, Apparently, if they're just putting
1: on a pretty face. Then, apparently, yeah, they've
0: sold more than two million units. That's a success. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and the number of people logging in and playing is holding steady. To just forget that even happened—that's unfortunate.
3: Mm.
0: Like that—that that should never happen. Uh, and you know all the flaws that even beyond the initial, you know, the initial issues with the game—that's—that's uh, that's unfortunate. It's
2: just a lesson to be learned, really, for other people who are trying to do the same thing.
0: Hmm. Um. Let's see. I, I think I saw some sort of. Article or some response to it, where this this quote from Frank Gibbo, who's uh, head of EA Games right now, is I think the uh, temporary interim CEO. He's basically you know kind of breaking down like the PR speak in here and saying like you know we like that SimCity has an enormous number of loyal fans. Well, maybe you did before, uh, but do you still? Have any? Um, it's 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 a weird situation. Just like this is still rearing its head, you know. Later, and is EA so deluded that they think because of what it eventually sold, it's still a success? Hmm. I don't know. That, that's that's a little frustrating. Let's talk some Bioshock Infinite. Yes, I'm kind of. <laughs> I mean, if Super were here, he'd be like. Uh, <laughs> that, that
2: game, that episode of EO. that was uh, something. That's a something. That's a fun episode. It's a good episode. Just it's, it's a lot of
1: different. I felt opinions. so out of place in that
2: one. <laughs> Tony, the episode's great because you're like, y- y- yeah, I guess I guess Super's right. Oh, y- Yoko, you're right too. Oh, Super, <laughs> you're right. Too. It's like Tony's just wavering back and forth, like, oh yeah, you're both right.
0: It was the moderator of that discussion? A little bit. It was good. Um, it was good. We've known for a while that Bioshock Infinite has a season pass. They've been selling it for a while, but they have not been talking about what is actually included. Well, they finally do discuss it. It was you know, always sold as a three-piece uh, DLC pass. Now, the first one came out on July 30th, the date of this announcement. And that's a... Uh... God, who the hell cares? It's Horde Mord for Bioshock Infinite. Clash it's...
2: in the clouds.
0: Clash in the clouds. Yeah, when, just... I'm gonna talk
1: crap about my buddy because he won't listen to this. Uh, he just loves Bioshock so much, and he said he loved it. Really? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know. He's like, yeah, Bioshock's like one of
0: my favorite games of all time. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's horde mode. You, you basically have 15 waves of enemies, special bonus clear conditions, and four maps.
1: He's doing all of it. He's getting, them, he's getting all those trophies. He, oh, it sounds but... like he was telling me about some of the challenges, and I'm like, Jesus.
2: My, uh, I have a friend who already completed it completely. All the achievements, every unlockable, he already did it like in a day and a half.
0: I mean, if that's fun for some people, it sure isn't fun for me, that, that Horde Mord.
3: I but have a season pass.
0: And if people don't know what Horde Mord is, I'm I'm sorry for you. What is it? <laughs> Microsoft E3 2011? Yes, I think yes.
1: that. Yeah,
2: eleven.
1: Some I think someone said horde mode. <laughs> so you just said horde mord instead. Horde mord. just no, what it we was. Call it now. What was
0: it? It was Ice Ice Cube when he was on stage?
1: Yeah. The yeah. horde
0: mord. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> from the origins of that little meme. The most interesting thing is. The Burial at Sea two part story campaign. Uh, Ken, do you want to talk about this a little bit?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Basically, we're we're playing alternate universe Elizabeth and Booker. It's a uh, like a story DLC. Uh, it's an old like film noir kind of story mode. It looks awesome. Just in the uh, trailer, they showed a uh, Booker uh, walking around a uh, rapture with Elizabeth, and you get to play as Elizabeth in the second part of the DLC. It just looks really, really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Elizabeth, you know, first time as a playable character, first female Bioshock uh, main protagonist. Uh, apparently, going to be a little more survival horror-y in that second part. And mm-hmm. uh, they're in, they're in beta is... on the first part. It's still with Booker, but you know, what were you going to say Tony?
1: That's probably how Bioshock One should have been. So that like like everything I've heard like made me happy because usually when like when they to talk about, like, when people were talking about like, about Shock 1 stuff and Infinite I, mean, I just kind of rolled my eyes, like, I don't really care about Rapture at all, mm-hmm. but this is like, from what Quentin tells me they're in Rapture as the crap with Rapture is about to go down, yes. and I'm like, that sounds interesting and then yeah. he told me Survival Horror, and I'm like that sounds interesting, so it's now like I'm day, like
2: It's like the day before New Year's when everything goes to shit,
1: Rapture mm-hmm. and now I'm like, okay that I'm gonna probably watch somebody play that
0: yeah, I, and I am a sucker for film noir stuff, so mm-hmm. yeah, sign cool me up. Um, so definitely hype for that one. They're in beta apparently on part one of *Burial at Sea*. So, it's they said coming soon. So maybe by the end of the year, if we can keep our fingers crossed. But uh, you can get the season pass for twenty dollars. Say uh, that it's well, five bucks for the Clash in the Clouds multi or not multiplayer horde mord. And then uh, 15 bucks a piece for each part of the Burial at Sea. So 20 bucks would be a good deal if you want to check that one out. I'm definitely considering it myself. Mm-hmm. But no word on Bioshock Vita. Was, that was an announced thing at one point.
2: It was funny. Uh, the night before all this was announced, Ken Levine was on Twitter saying, tomorrow Bioshock fans are going to hate me. Tomorrow Bioshock fans are going to love me. And Mm. then everyone started tweeting him. Oh, Bioshock Vita being cancelled? Question mark, question mark, question mark. That's funny. (laughs) So, yep. But the Vita is buried at sea, too. So, oh well.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. For those that don't remember, it was announced in uh, Sony's 2012 conference, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Sony E3 2012, if you remember that one. Jeez. But then nothing since then. Anyway, anyway. uh, Out recently... What's what's been out recently? There's Smurfs a... two. No! <laughs> <laughs> I had
2: I had to put it out in the floor the other day. Smurfs two for the Wii and uh the DS. Man. Not even three DS, just DS.
0: So we're gonna forget <laughs> that's a thing and just say nothing is out recently. Sounds go good. go play Pikmin three tomorrow. Woo! If you have a Wii U. I want that Mario Luigi 4. Yeah. I want it. Oh, it's 11th. Okay
3: mm-hmm
0: let's get to our soapbox where we uh you know kind of get on our little pulpit here short rant anything that's media related and i want to talk about uh more dumb people that are consumers of game media uh, why does call of duty always seem to give gamers a bad rap it's almost like grand theft auto back in the day it just it never t- seems to turn out well For the public's perception of video game players when we see we're trying to make a statement that you know games and the game industry and game players are a mature industry that deserves to be recognized we have people like this if you haven't heard apparently call of duty black ops 2 got a multiplayer patch and certain things like you know the, the firing or reload time of certain guns. The damage was tweaked on bullets. Like, for a sniper rifle, the damage was tweaked slightly. Now, let's bear in mind that this is an online video game. Granted, it's very popular. I, I will give you that. But this is an online video game. And we are in an age of social media where people take the advantage of, you know, lack of proper identification and ambiguity and anonymousness. And they can spew out hateful speech that, to me, is mind-boggling. I don't know how you get this worked up about anything, much less, yeah, that's a good idea to make it public. You know, never mind that we were talking for the last few episodes about The kid who had the League of Legends match and then made a sarcastic joke about shooting up a school of kids on Facebook and now is facing 10 years in prison after being bailed out with $500,000 out on bail. But then you see some of these tweets um, and, you know, the person it's being directed to, he says, not sure if these fractions of seconds are worth the threats of violence. Guns of power bands and learning curves over time both change. As one goes up, so does another. That's the short answer to why now. It's it's the simple answer of multiplayer patches. And holy cow. Um, let me see if I can...
1: All multiplayer oh. online games that are big get patches, you idiots. It happens. <laughs> it's a balancing
0: thing. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I wish I had... Uh, there was a page that was just like, oh, it was a Tumblr. And now I'm trying to remember what the Tumblr is. I'm going to have to look that up for you and put it in the show notes. Um,
1: but I don't I don't feel like this makes gamers have a bad name. I don't consider stupid. I only play Call of Duty, Duty people who complain on Twitter about balancing issues yeah, to be not,
0: gamers. It's not only Call of Duty people that do this. And that's the unfortunate thing. I mean, we've had issues with you know, fighting games and you know, women's place in fighting games and all that stuff. And dumb comments have been made there. But this is talking about killing families, killing you, raping people, doing unspeakable things, calling people unspeakable things. This is really bad stuff. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to put, I got to make a note for myself. I'm going to link to a Tumblr page that is basically screenshots of these different things for this one, these, these small tweaks In a multiplayer game, if you're wondering why some people don't respect video games and video game players and some people think, oh, it's just a hobby for little kids, it's because we're acting goddamn childish at certain points like this. And I'm not saying we as in the collective video game community, but it's rotten apples spoiling the whole crop. Yeah. And honestly,
1: it's disgusting. Just get mad at the Project M guys because Sonic doesn't play the way I want to.
0: Yeah, you kill their families because they changed the frame data for one (laughs) move. Who cares? I'm not just saying like it's a game, but there are bigger things to worry about if you're gonna direct your anger at anything. Maybe at government, maybe how people are being mistreated overseas. A multiplayer game where it's an arcade-style shooter? Please, I'm sorry. Next outbox, please.
2: But Yoko, uh, that, fr- that frame rate, like that's important, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, for, for an outdated engine where it uses frame rate to determine bullet position. No, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, go on, Tony.
1: Uh, I watched Game of Thrones and it was awesome. Ooh. You should watch Game of Thrones too. But I have to say, having my friend Nathan watch it with me and go, "That guy's from that house," <laughs> helped a lot. I don't know how people just jump into that. I, I will say that uh, you get a feel for like who's what, like when you watch the things. But like I constantly like looked at maps and stuff, and it helped a lot. And I think next season is going to probably have like 20 new characters and stuff too, and it's going to be confusing. Yep. Oh man, I think Daenerys is overrated too. Oh, why? Because she's so likable. <laughs> it's like, like her. And I'm like, I don't... No? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is she the Art? blonde one?
1: She, yeah, she's the blonde White one. White hair. Yeah. Uh, Arya is really cool. Like, I love every other character. This is Joffrey, except him, because... Like, he's purposely the only, like, not redeemable character. Yeah, but I mean, Daenerys is just it. so...
0: There was two moments with Daenerys where I'm like, really? <laughs> Did believe- you see... If you remember Batman Begins, Joffrey's actor plays a small boy in Batman Begins where he he's like, you yeah, thanks, Batman.
1: No, that sounds funny. <laughs> you go
0: back and watch that. It's, it's the same actor. Anyway, it's that's really my good.
1: contribution on Game of Thrones, everybody. It's Bye. really good. Watch it. Try. Okay. Oh, man, that theme, too. <laughs> but, but. so So you're saying pirate it. Got it. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: do what you gotta do.
1: I'm not saying pay for HBO.
0: Or
2: just wait a year for them to unbox it.
1: But if you want to tweet at me about Game of Thrones, the t- the show, not the books, because I don't don't tweet me spoilers. But I'll chat with you when it airs and stuff.
2: Tony, we'll talk later about Game of Thrones so you don't totally. spoil for people.
1: Yeah. does I love that.
0: Game of Thrones Superfluous, maybe. Ooh. But then Super's got to see it. I think so. he
1: said he wasn't interested. Mm. Sounds like Super.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's not here to defend himself. I'm sorry, Super. Ken, what's your soapbox? Super box? dumb. Okay, so a
2: lot of news came out of Comic-Con recently with like the new Avengers movie, the new Batman movie, all that stuff. So I decided to actually go get a comic book for once. I went to uh, my local comic book store and bought um, the Age of Ultron series. Because apparently that's what the next Avengers movie is based on. And things in comic book world is really messed up right now.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Like, apparently, uh, back in December, Peter Parker died. Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so Spider-Man's officially, like, gone now. Oh, wait,
1: spoilers. It's (laughs) it's not spoilers. It was was the
2: 700th issue. It's been out for months now. But now, uh, he didn't really... He, like, Peter Parker is dead before he died. Dr. Octopus... Uh, transferred his mind and like soul into it, Peter Parker's body, so now Spider-Man's still around. It's still Spider-Man and everything, but it's Doctor Octopus controlling him. Weird. So he's the superior Spider-Man, is what he's calling himself, and like Peter Parker's like uh, consciousness is still inside the body a little bit. Like right after uh, Doctor Octopus took over the body, he's like, you know what? I won't be a bad guy anymore. I'll be a good guy. I'll keep the Spider-Man name going on, but he's much more like ruthless than Spider-Man would be. Like, he's, like, killing villains so they don't, like, fight back and stuff like that. He just hired a bunch of henchmen, like, a 100, like, uh, ex-cons to be, like, his Spider-Men to, like, patrol the city for him. And, like, he's doing a great job, but everyone can tell, like, what's going on with Spider-Man? And like the Avengers kicked him out, <laughs> the Avengers kicked him out of the Avengers, and they tried to take him down, and he beat them all, saying, "Leave me alone. I'm just doing my job." But everyone knows. Leave me so. alone. That's really what it is. Like they said, you know what? You're kicked out of the club, and you can come back when you change. And he doesn't change at all. I'm like you know what? Let's go fight him, and he beats them all. So. Well
0: then, what's going on with DC? I mean, DC is doing, doing some big.
2: Everybody. <laughs> DC is having the big Trinity War right now. Is I that it?
0: I thought they were also doing like a bunch of reboots on a lot of their series. They a, did.
2: About a year and a half cool. ago, they did a whole reboot called The New 52. That's it. Every, that's it. Every comic got restarted to number one. So, Action Comics number one, Batman number one, all that stuff.
0: See, I was going to call it Action 52, but that's something completely different. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, but right now in DC Universe, is the Trinity War, where it's yeah. the Justice League versus the Justice League of America versus the Dark Justice League
0: or something like that. That sounds that, like a wrestling thing. Yeah. If it wasn't like Justice League, it'd be like, it's a three-on-three three battle. Yeah. And
2: Sorry, basically, it was, no. basically, uh, Superman accidentally killed Dr. Light, and that sparked like this giant Trinity war between all three. Uh, Dr. Just- Light? Yes.
1: Mega Man! <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's going on there. And uh, The Age of Ultron, which uh, the new Avengers movie is based off of, I read that. It's a 10-part uh, series. It's really good, but I don't see how they can do that in like movie form, because basically at the end it retcons itself. Oh. So.
1: That's
2: cool. Yeah. So if they want, they can make that movie. It'd be a cool movie, but it wouldn't advance the plot at all. I don't think Marvel it's wants to the
1: Sonic do that. 06 itself.
2: <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so uh, I'm into comic books now. I'm trying to like catch up and figure out what's going on in the world in, of comics. That's pretty much it.
1: Pretty cool.
0: Sorry, I, yeah. I just hopped away from the microphone. I was like, how are you talking? You're not there. <laughs> because I have to uh, get metagame cards. I, mean, like, I thought like, someone knocked on your door and you were like going to come back with pizza. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Uh, actually, I wanted to ask you while I'm shuffling these here cards. Now, Ken, you were saying that you uh, got some a uh, little bit of hands-on time with the iPhone 5C.
2: Oh, yeah, I did. Um, C? Yeah. That, that's the pr- the prototype name anyway. Um, Two days ago, a customer came into Best Buy was looking for Civ 5 for the Xbox, which I said, that's not a thing. (laughs) He's like, oh, okay. And um, I wear like a little Apple pin Network because I'm Apple certified at the store. And he was asking, oh, do you want to see something cool? He pulled out of his pocket, the new iPhone. And it was like in like a case, it looked like the current iPhone. Then he peeled the case off and it was a much thinner, smaller version of the iPhone. On the back, it had 5C. It said prototype on the front. It was running iOS seven, and he let me play around with it for a couple minutes.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Now, what what are your thoughts about that?
2: Um, it looked really cool. It, it, it's an iPhone. It, they did, it's nothing like, completely. Oh my God! It's completely different. It was much thinner. The processor inside, I could tell, it was much faster because I took out my phone. I was comparing loading app times. It was going faster on the five C, not by too too much, but I could tell the difference. iOS seven ran a lot smoother on it than I have. I have a beta version of iOS 7 on my phone, Mm -hmm. and I could tell it was running much smoother on the 5C than the uh, current iPhone 5. Probably
0: optimized, yeah.
2: Yeah, It it looked cool. I don't think that I'll be making the jump to the 5C, just because I don't see any big, big change yet. But before the guy left, he told me that they um, found source code in the iPhone 5C prototype for fingerprint reading. Hmm. So he said it wasn't implemented yet, but he said that apparently the the, uh, touchscreen, it could detect fingerprints. I don't know if he was correct or not. That's what he said. He said they found it in the code last week of the uh, prototype. But if that's true, that's pretty cool, I think.
0: I would rather do that as opposed to punching in a code. Exactly. Wow. That, yeah, that's so, really cool. Yeah. Um, now I, I still I was like asking,
1: Android better.
0: I was asking you some of this over Twitter. I know, Tony. I know. But Apple people are interested. I
1: understand. <laughs> Be quiet,
0: Android. Apple's talking. Um, I'm
1: not. I'm not crapping
0: on you guys. I'll no, no. Guys. I mean, a I'm, product. <laughs> I asked you this on Twitter, but I just wanted to get you know documented here. Um, some people have been talking about like, oh, it's you know plastic, you know lesser materials. I mean, what do you no, think about that?
2: It was the exact same material as my my iPhone, from what I could tell. It was an aluminum backing. Had the uh, metal sides. Uh, it looked just like the uh, current iPhone is. Again, it was a prototype, so they might be using an old casing to keep it in. But it was a much sm- smaller casing than the current iPhone, so I don't think it's any lesser material.
0: Now, what do you think about someone who's who has a four S, uh, is a avail- uh, available for an upgrade? Is the five C worth the wait? I think so. And that's what you think, probably.
2: Like I, I've gone October through every, ish. Yeah, I've gone through pretty much every iteration of the iPhone. Like the jump from iPhone to iPhone four that was the big jump that a lot of people made. Then from 4 to 5, that was the next jump because it was a bigger screen. They changed a lot of things. The 5C doesn't look that different from the iPhone 5 from what I can tell right now. But if they come out in a month from now and say, oh, here's the 5C. Here's all these amazing new things. Then I would say, yes, it's a definite jump. Otherwise, you could probably go from 4C to 5 and still be happy. 4S from 5, I mean, sorry.
0: But you think that's, what, like Mm October-ish?
2: Usually, Usually, uh, they do, uh, end of the, they'll end they do a conference sometime in the summer, and then it'll be least by uh, early October, end of October, around there.
0: Mm-hmm. That would probably make sense with the timing of iOS 7, because they've still just said fall for that. Yep. Interesting. All right, let's get to Metagame. Uh, for those that missed it last episode, basically, I'm going to pose a question. You, you know how this works, Ken, right? Yep, I know. Okay. So, we're going to pose a question about a video game. You know, it's like, which is blank? Or I'm going to draw the question here. And then I'll give a... It's going to be Tony versus Kind King here. And they'll each receive a game that they have to debate the point. And then you know, I, I decide who wins. Just a, a fun little thing before we get to our YouTube video recommendations to wrap up the show. So you guys ready? Yep. yep. The question is, which demands more of its players? Probably From is the better... You know, preposition there, which demands more from its players. Uh, Tony, do you want to go first or second for drawing the card that you uh, get to debate?
1: I'll go first.
0: Tony, you will get. <laughs> I, I'm going to put this away because I don't even know what this is. What is it? It, it was going to be wizardry, pr- proving grounds of the Mad Overlord for I'll Apple Two. Look how demanding that, <laughs> is. That's, that is. That is a thing. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a d- different it one.
1: It demands you to have an
0: apple too. There you go. Demanding. Well,
1: I, I, honest to God, like I don't know how I feel about this segment yet. But if I can make a fool of myself, it's still funny. <laughs> it's still worth the time. I feel like.
0: How about we add a rule that you can get a mulligan of a draw? Oh, okay, one mulligan. One mulligan. Okay, then, then you get the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, Ooh. which demands more of its players. So that's what Tony gets. King Farmville. Do you wish to draw another card? No, I will stick with Farmville. You will stick with Farmville. <laughs> That's a good one. Which demands more of its players? King, 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 King begins Farmville. Okay.
2: It's Farmville. The, in the very name, it requires farming. It's not a game. It's like a game you can pick up and play, but when you plant those watermelons, you need to be back in 24 hours to harvest those watermelons. requires you to pay for like special items like during the holidays i know they make special exclusive items they charge you like through facebook for where wind waker is just you just play the game you can pick it up and play the game there's not really a time limit at all where farmville it's tons of mini time limits forcing you to come back to your computer or your device over and over again
0: Hmm. tony the legend of zelda wind waker
1: wind waker is a huge huge game it may not have like time limits or whatnot, but there's so many things to collect. Just upgrades to get, items to collect, r- rupees to buy, millions of things. You have to farm rupees all the time to be able to buy everything. And let's not forget the Triforce side mission. You have to you have to go and get all those rupees, translate all those maps. The sailing is never something you can just just leave alone, but you you can just sail and just like leave, but you might get attacked and then just drown. You don't want to drown. It's a bad time. But there's so much. I, it took me like 40 hours to just beat it, and then there's like so much treasure to get and everything. Always something to do.
2: Well, Tony, you said right there, it took you 40 hours to beat the game. You can't beat Farmville. It's constantly updating, and there's no way to actually complete the game. So after you plant every crop you think, okay, I've got every item, they do an update. And then all of a sudden you have to go back and play it all over again for X amount of hours at a time. You
1: can keep playing Wind Waker over and over again with New Game Plus. Beat the it's game true. in your jammy get jams. The
2: jammies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then what's after that?
1: Play them in your jammy jams again, dude. <laughs> Can't get enough. <laughs> You can play it in your jammy jams, and then the health mask. The that thing looked weird. I didn't like that.
2: <laughs> like the weird, like teeth, like face thing.
1: Yeah, that like the weird, like Donkey Kong. The hero's mask. mask. I <laughs> always get the hero's mask. It's 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 useful, but I don't like aesthetically how it looks.
2: I would like it if it was like the model of Link from Ocarina of Time, just on Link, Waker Link's face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ew. It's the
2: hero's mask.
0: Oh, God. Well, that's, okay. that's a really close debate. Much closer than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. People in the chat, do we have any thoughts on which way that goes? I, I mean, I'm curious. I kind of am leaning to one way, but I think I'd rather, you know, it's, we'll we involve the Twitch chat. It's always a good time. So, which demands more from its players, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker or Farmville? I don't know if they're, they're paying attention. For the <laughs> sake of moving things along, I'm going to go with Farmville. Yes. Because I know it's you know, Wind Waker is is tough for like a first time player, but once you beat the game, you know it. And there are more things to do, but they're all optional. Hundred percenting that thing's a monster. It is it is really tough. But you know, for those that choose to do that. I don't, I'm not saying I've i I'm like
1: not defending myself more, I'm just saying it's a pretty <laughs> big game. Mm-hmm. That was a where, good argument. I like that one.
0: Whereas, you know, Farmville isn't, you know, a tough game by any means, but the, the time suck that it can demand, which yeah, you could say it's optional, but for many people it becomes compulsionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the time demand, uh, you can't get away from that. So that's why any I,
1: game is any game is optional.
0: I can quit Wind Waker just as easily. Right. So I, I think we had two to one in the uh the Twitch chat for Wind Waker there. For the record, Kind King, your next one, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Ooh! Oh. <laughs> that would yeah. have been interesting. Depending on
1: what context you use. Exactly. Competitively, screw that noise. I can't even <laughs> think that fast.
0: Well, let's wrap up the show like we usually do, it or at least did on What Are You Playing? with our, <laughs> our YouTube video recommendations. Uh, just something that, you know, we, we link in our show notes and we recommend, you know, viewers watch uh, at the end there. Kind King... You have a recommendation for us?
2: Sure. I'll shamelessly plug myself for this recommendation. There you go. The um, best way to do it. Exactly. Uh, me and my buddies started a uh, Grump-style uh, Let's Play video series uh, back at the beginning of June. We've been about uh, two months now. Um, we just It's the same thing. Just We have a microphone. We record the game footage. And just us commentating and bullshitting while the game's going on. It's been doing decently well. I've been happy with the how much progress we've made. But uh, we just finished up our Mario Party 7 series, Um, did a quick Mario Party game there. We're doing a Donkey Kong series right now, and we just started uh, Pokemon Red the other day. Mm -hmm. So if you want to check us out, it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, Just search KindKing01, all one word, in YouTube. We have a bunch of videos there to check out.
0: Is there a specific video or playlist of videos that you recommend people check out?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I'll say the Mario Party Seven we just finished because our first videos were Mario Party Six, where I lost my friend Josh, and uh, this was like kind of like my revengeance episode against him, doing everything I could to spoil him in mm-hmm. Mario Party Seven, and the end result is just it's uh, hilarious. So I'll right, say you, uh, you lost Party
0: to 7. your friend. I was like, y- you lost your friend. No, lost oh, to my oh, friend. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, god! That's a that's yeah, a
1: no. decent amount of views you got. How did you go around that?
0: Uh,
2: just Twitter, Facebook, Skype chat, just linking videos.
1: Nice. So yeah, it, sure. it's
2: it's growing in success. I'm actually in the process of buying a new computer and a new HD uh, capture device to kind of streamline the process a little bit more. I
0: recommend the Hapog.
2: Yep, that's HD- that's what I'm looking at.
0: it's a good one. you'll like it, especially if you want to do streaming for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Tony, you got a recommendation for us?
1: Uh, I watched... Uh, I know everyone's kind of eh on Steam Train, but watch uh, episode one, No Time to Explain. Steam <laughs>
3: Train.
1: And it's just Ross dying repeatedly with Dan, just like, up, uh, uh. And it was pretty damn fun, and Barry had a field day, too. Because he just started dying a lot, and Dan's just like, Barry, can you just add a death counter for Ross? <laughs> I'm starting to really, I'm starting to like train, Steam Train a little bit. I don't think I'd watch every episode, but uh, I, I, I like Ross because he's just like the underdog. <laughs> he just I like, like screws dog. up a lot, and Dan just gives him shit, and it's just fun.
2: I like the uh, death counter, Barry. Make a death counter, Barry. Put puppies on it, Barry. Put kitties on it. Now do puppies and kitties hovering around the death counter, rotating Go.
1: around the death counter, and he did all of it. He's <laughs> probably like, "Damn you!" Oh, I know. It's so bad for Barry?
2: He loves it. I think he has a field day with that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to recommend the YouTube series Man at Arms. Now, if you haven't heard of Man at Arms, he is a forger of weapons. Forger isn't really the right word. He doesn't like fake it, but he he forges things from steel and aluminum and other types of metals. So, he's a blacksmith. That's the freaking word. Anyway, this guy's a blacksmith. He's done a bunch of, you know, movie weapon props, you know, really great looking things. And what he does is he takes requests on his YouTube channel and he makes these weapons. Now, these can come from movies, TV shows, video games. And the one I'm going to recommend you watch is the episode with the Keyblade
2: yes, I've from seen this.
0: Kingdom Hearts. It's fantastic. He's got uh, one of the swords from Game of Thrones. He has Finn's sword from Adventure Time. Uh, Wolverine's Claws is one of the more recent episodes. Uh, but if you want to get started with it, check out the Keyblade episode for Man at Arms. And we'll, we're going to link these in our, our show notes here where you can download the episode. Uh But definitely give that a check out. It's really cool stuff to see people work with those type of materials so effectively.
1: I just checked episode two of uh, said steam train episode and the death counter is still
0: there. So (laughs) that's going
1: to be a fun run through.
0: Great. Well, we are running out of time and, you know, things to talk about on the show here. Oh, and there's the link to Tony's. Thank you. I'm just checking out what you posted here. Well... Episode 140 of Show Me Your News in the books here. God, we're coming up on 150, and that might be at the end of the year for a game of the year.
2: That'd be perfect.
0: Dude, that would be, that'd be awesome. But, uh, Kind King, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really great to have you on.
2: Thank you for having me. It's been a long time since yes, I've been it's... listening, so it's nice to finally be on the show. Thank you
0: so much for having me. Great. We'll have to have you on sometime soon again. Awesome. Well, uh, I get to go off and travel. Once more, I came back from Orlando, Florida, and then now I get to go up to Traverse City, Michigan, where we have it's the cherry capital of the world, and there are sand dunes up there. But I'm going to be stuck talking about not talking about covering a management business seminar for a car conference. Woo! What would he do? It's it's not that bad. I mean, you get to travel. This <laughs> is up the It's traveling, you know. You it you know kind of takes me away from. Show me your news network time, but hey, it's you know that full time job there. Oh yeah. Anything else you want to add here? Plug three good. average gamers some more. Yeah, just
2: uh, three average gamers. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, just search my name, King one It's all on my account right now, and uh, yeah, it's really. It'd be
0: kind King Zero One. I don't want like people throwing <laughs> yeah. in the letter O, but it's it's. Yeah, I know. That's
2: why I've, I've always said O oh, One. Like it's so much flex. Like that's a zero. Like I know, but whatever it's just it's,
0: it's smoother to say oh
2: one uh zero it breaks it up i don't
1: know uh, super's a butt
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right with that. <laughs> that that working guy with that i am yoko i'm tony and i've been kindking one. one all right we're out have a good one peace find out more about this show and other podcasts at the show me your news network where you can embrace your inner nerd over at com, Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at com slash forum. Show me your news! I mean, I hadn't been to Florida in years, though, so that was cool, and... It was literally, like, right next to Disney World. Like, we were taking the exit off the highway to Magic Kingdom, like, on the sign. Like, Magic Kingdom, wow. Animal Kingdom, and all that. So, it was right there, but the hotel was all DreamWorks things.
3: Oh. Like, it was all about <laughs> Shrek.
0: And there's, like, puss in boots, you know, playing with Dude. the kids with this little sword. And then I, I posted the picture on Facebook. That comfy about- panda oh, it was horrifying. Was terrifying. So, weird. yeah, I saw
1: like, that too. It
0: was like you know, trying to point and he's like, you know, flailing and waving his arm like, you know, to say hi and yeah, the dreamworks face that's terrible. Although I was you know telling Mark and all that, like they didn't have Toothless. I would have rather like seen Toothless like stomping around from How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. I'd be like, I want to give you a hug. And no oh, dice. Did you yeah. see
2: the uh trailer for uh Try Out Trainer Dragon 2. Yeah. That looks really good.
0: Looks pretty cool.